Hey there, I'm Heather Mulder, a former AmLaw 100 partner who, just five years into my legal career, found myself questioning, why work so hard to barely be squeezing life in? So that I wouldn't become yet another attorney burnout statistic, I decided to redefine success on my terms from the inside out, which is what enabled me to build a profitable legal practice while navigating my way through the challenges of two kids and two bed rests, the 2008 financial crisis, and a battle with breast cancer. What I learned is that you can build a successful legal career without sacrificing your health or personal happiness. And I'm on a mission to help you do exactly that. Join me each week for practical, unfiltered advice on how to successfully navigate the challenging legal market and succeed in both law and life. This is the Life in Law Podcast. Well, hey there. This is Heather Mulder. Welcome to the Life in Law Podcast. I'm super excited to have you with me today. So today we are getting into how to manage emotions and specifically those kind of negative emotions that we all feel from time to time when we have that heightened sense of frustration, um, of bitterness maybe, of resentment, of, you know, these are actually very specific ones that have come up over the last couple of months with um, probably four or five different clients where they come to me saying, Heather, I feel X and I shouldn't. And they feel ashamed and guilty around how it is they actually feel. And so what happens when you do that is you go into this spiral of, oh my God, I feel this way and I shouldn't. And then you beat up on yourself and then it kind of turns into this horrible self-obsession and what you don't want, which is to take out your emotions on other people, actually can happen more easily when you continually beat yourself up over feeling the way that you actually do and telling yourself you shouldn't. So instead of getting rid of those feelings and dealing with them head on and actually looking at them objectively to figure out what's going on and how to change how you feel, you end up kind of sitting in them longer and longer and longer, which is not helpful, not healthy, and does have a tendency to eventually, if you keep doing it without dealing with them, to taking those feelings out on others. And so if you take nothing else away from today, I want you to remember two things. Number one, you have an absolute right to your feelings and emotions. Every single human has a right to their feelings. We all feel different ways at different times. And something might happen that makes you feel very differently than a colleague right? It might be the exact same thing that happened to both of you, but yet you both feel very differently about the experience. And I think we attach judgment to those feelings. We judge them. If somebody else doesn't have those negative feelings because of that, then something is wrong with you. That is not true, okay? Your feelings are there for a reason and you have a right to them. And it's not healthy to try to run away from them or push them away. What you need to do is to be able to face them head on and process them and get behind them. And when I say get behind them, I mean try to figure out what beliefs, what past things that have happened that you've experienced, what is going on behind the scenes? What are those thoughts and beliefs behind the scenes that you have that are creating those feelings and emotions? Because that's really what you need to start facing and dealing with so that you can get to a place where you're choosing to feel differently. But the problem is you can't ever do that if you continue to beat yourself up over them and feel like you shouldn't feel the way that you do. So that is number one. You have a right to your own feelings 
and emotions. Do not allow other people to make you feel otherwise and do not allow that inner voice (laughs) that likes you to, to beat up on you from time to time to make you feel otherwise as well, okay? The other thing that I want you to take from this is although you do have a right to your own feelings, what you do not have a right to is just to take them out willy-nilly on other people. So that's what we don't want, right? We do not want our emotions to get in our way of our relationships with others by acting out emotionally. The whole point of learning how to manage your emotions is so that you can step back and objectively kind of see things in a different light. Take those emotions out, see things more objectively, get behind the thoughts that are creating those feelings and emotions, and tackle them head on. And that is when you're able to start choosing differently and start kind of rewiring your brain to choose differently which then eventually takes away those feelings from ever happening or at least diminishes the amount of times they happen to you when those types of, you know, triggers that tend to trigger them occur. So, yes, you have a right to your feelings. No, you don't have a right to just take them out willy-nilly on other people. I want to kind of highlight three things. I've talked in other episodes around how to start getting behind feelings and emotions, how to process them, what to do when you have these uncomfortable emotions. And I will refer you back to those episodes. So the first one is how to deal with uncomfortable feelings, episode number 28. If this is something that you want to go even deeper in and you want kind of a step-by-step, then I highly recommend after you listen to this podcast episode, you start there. Go there, listen to episode number 28. It will help you. Today, we are specifically getting into kind of three things I want you to keep in mind. They are, I guess, mindset tips or strategies, but really things I want you to keep front and center to remind yourself whenever these negative feelings and emotions come up. And so you might be thinking, well, okay, great, that's wonderful, but what are you talking about? Like, when does this happen? So Let me just give you a couple of examples so that you know what I'm talking about. There was one client who came to me recently who said, you know, I feel really ashamed for for the way I'm feeling. I'm like, okay, well, what are you talking about? And what was going on was she is um, very successful. She has a very successful legal practice. And obviously a female, I said she. And she is really big with mentoring and trying to make things better and easier for younger associates. And she was mentoring somebody recently who's a female, who's more senior, um, like a senior associate, hoping to make partner within the next year or two. And it dawned on her as they were talking how much easier this person has had it than she did. Now, it's not to say she still has it easy. There are definitely still inequities and, and issues within the legal world and the world in general when it comes to women. We all know there's a pay gap and and there's a lot of women are not staying in law or even going into law in the first place. And we've talked about that before, right? If you have not heard my interview with Amy Conway Hatcher recently, highly recommend you go back and listen to that powerhouse woman share her story of some of the inequities that continue within the legal world and the things we can start doing to change that, okay? 
So obviously, things are not perfect. They are they are not where we want them to be, but they are better now than they were, say, 20, 30 years ago, right? And I actually hear this from people a lot. Things were harder for me, and now I feel a little resentful for somebody coming up, you know, an up-and-comer now, where they've got it easier than I did. And when you feel that way, it's pretty normal to then feel ashamed of that feeling, right? You don't want to feel resentful of somebody you're mentoring, of somebody you care about, of somebody you really want to do well, and you can't understand where that feeling is coming from. And so what was happening here is she wanted to push it away. But after trying to push it away for a little while, she's like, okay, I can't do this, and this isn't healthy, and I need I need to talk to you know Heather about it. So she brought it to a coaching session. And then another time happened where a client was um, not addressing an issue and I called her out on it and she didn't like the way I called her out <laughs> in all honesty. And just so you know, in in our relationships, you know, coaches versus in client relationships, we're very honest and my job as a coach is to tell you what I'm seeing or what I think I'm seeing and I'm not always right. FYI. So I would be doing you a disservice by holding back. But I always tell my clients, look, if you don't feel my observation is correct, you need to push back and tell me. And that's okay because that typically means I haven't understood something well enough and I need to go deeper and ask more questions. And that I'll never know that if you say, no, Heather, that's not right. And so just FYI, if you ever coach with somebody, be it me or anybody else, and you feel like you hear an observation from your coach that's just not correct, you want to push back. You want to tell them, uh-uh, no, that's not it. And so she pushed back, but while pushing back, she kept apologizing and felt really, really badly, for whatever reason, about pushing back and saying, no, you're wrong, and got pretty emotional over it. And so we explored that a little bit. And I'm like, look, you have a right to feel the way you do. I wasn't understanding and I'm so glad you brought this up because I would not have known had you not. But do not feel ashamed, you know, how you felt when you felt like I didn't quite understand. That's okay. There's nothing to apologize for. Nothing at all. And so those are just two examples of, you know, some places I've seen this recently. And then I've I've had a couple of other clients come to me where they're frustrated with a client or really irritated with a colleague or, you know, whatnot. And then they feel like, okay, I shouldn't feel that way. This person is usually wonderful. This person, you know, whatever it is. No, it's okay to feel those things. The trick is to remind yourself of three key things so that you don't push them away and do allow yourself then to get curious Get behind why you feel the way you do so you can tackle the reasons, the beliefs, head on, okay? So here are the three things that I want you to remember when feeling this way. Number one, everybody has their own biases and perceptions, and it's totally normal and okay. There is, you are not a unicorn. (laughs) I hate to break it to you. You're not a unicorn. It is normal for humans to have their own perception of something. And it's not always going to be the same, right? This is why two witnesses to a crime can see the exact same thing and come away saying something totally different, right? Because we all have our own internal 
biases. And really what I mean by that is our own life experiences, which shape us. They shape our opinions. They shape our beliefs. They shape how we see the world. They shape how we see our role and our place in the world and how we fit in in the world. They shape how we see others. And it's totally okay. The key is to remember that it's okay. Because when we don't remember that, when we don't remember that each individual has this, it's not just you, you're not a unicorn, then we place judgment on it as though something is wrong with us for our perceptions and biases. No, nothing's wrong with you. What is wrong is when you refuse to admit it and then you do not take ownership of how that impacts your decisions, your actions, and then how you impact other people. So, I want you to remind yourself that, yeah, I am biased. Yeah, I do have my own perceptions and my own thoughts and beliefs that are different from everybody else. And yeah, they do impact how I feel. And that's totally okay. And because it's okay, I can go there. I can go explore them further. Okay? So that's number one. Number two, sometimes, heck, oftentimes, how you feel isn't 100% related to them. In fact, sometimes it's not related to them at all. So that example that I gave you earlier of the resentment of somebody who was ha- had it easier than she did, well, guess what? That had nothing to do with the other person. It had to do with her own experiences and what she had been through. And so I want you to remind yourself, because we tend to place shame on our feelings, thinking this means I'm thinking poorly or negatively about somebody else and I shouldn't feel that way. When oftentimes, a lot of what you're feeling has nothing to do with them. And even if some of it does, it's all wrapped up in you too. It's not always about them. And so that also helps when you can acknowledge and accept that. It helps for you to step back and say, okay, it's all right for me to feel this way and not want to run from it. So that again, you can get behind the thoughts and the beliefs that have you feeling the way that you do and tackle them head on. So that's number two. And then the third thing I want you to remember is that your feelings are there for a reason. They're telling you something. They are related to beliefs, to thoughts, to experiences. And it's important to figure out, well, what is that? What are they trying to tell me? Right? So if you remind yourself, well, okay, wait, they are telling me something. It helps you to then step back, get away from allowing them to control you, which is what we don't want. When they start to control us is when we start taking them out on other people. Don't want that, right? Step back instead and become objectively curious so that you can then use the processes I've talked about before, like in episode number 28, how to deal with uncomfortable feelings, on how to get behind them, figure out what's going on, and tackle them head on, okay? So those are the three things I want you to remember. There is no shame in how you feel. You can feel however you feel. That's okay, so long as you're not willy-nilly taking them out on other people. And when you remind yourself of these three things, it's really empowering. It increases your self-awareness around your feelings, the thoughts behind your feelings, which then allows you to better self 
regulate. And we talked about this before. So back in episode number, I think it was 64, we talked about what is emotional intelligence. And that's really what we're getting at here, y'all. These are tips for helping you become more self-aware of how you feel, of the thoughts behind them, of the things that happen, the triggering events that tend to trigger these thoughts and feelings so that you can then self-regulate better. And self-regulation here is about managing your emotions, right? And emotional intelligence, y'all, is super important. If you have not listened to that episode, do go back and listen to it because Increasing your emotional intelligence is going to increase your ability to manage other people. It's going to help you be more socially aware. It's going to help you become a more intuitive people reader, which, by the way, helps with managing people, not just like people you manage in your day-to-day, but with clients as well and managing both up and down regardless of what level you're currently at. It helps you be a better leader. It helps you to be ultimately more successful and bonus happier. Because when you can read people better and you can manage your own emotions and self-regulate better, you're going to decrease your stress levels and you're going to have a lot more fun. And so it actually increases happiness too. So all of those things are things you want, right? So if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go back and check it out. Okay, and final thing before I let you go today, if you have not yet downloaded the Life & Law Roadmap, highly recommend you go grab that now. It's going to give you five strategies for achieving the things you want in both law and life. And it gets into some of what we talked about today, but takes it even further. These are the exact strategies that I help teach my clients and that I also used myself when I was super burned out and needed to figure out how to get back to a place where I was more balanced and then how to build my practice without burning out. I will have a link to it in the show notes, so please be sure to grab your copy. All right, that's it for this week. Bye for now. Are you tired of barely squeezing life in thinking, shouldn't there be more to life than this? Do you want to get to the next level, but without losing yourself in the process? Are you ready to start thinking and doing differently so that you can stop doing the same things over and over and over, hoping for a different result? If any of this speaks to you and you're ready to do something about it starting now, book a call with me to find out how I can help. Go to lifeandlawpodcast.com forward slash free call.